Hello, friends, and I hope everybody has had an amazing week. Thank you so much to everybody who voted on our Instagram poll of what type of podcast they would like this episode to be. The choice was between business or or personal, and 80% of people voted for personal, so that is what we are doing today. I'll also start putting the polls in Spotify so you can vote whatever poll you'd like that way. So we'll make sure to have that for this episode and moving forward. Since it's still the beginning of January, I thought there was no better time than to talk about 2024 goals, ins, outs, and kind of just how everybody views New Year's resolutions and what works best for me. So obviously... When there's a new year, everybody, a lot of people have that new year, new me mindset. They're in the gym for the first week and then maybe not again for the rest of the month or for the rest of the year. Um, A lot of people's goals can be, oh, I want to lose weight. And it's like, oh, that's awesome. Like that's an um, amazing goal. Um, One thing that has like really like helped me create my goals for 2024 is the SMART method. And if you've heard about that it's basically just creating a smart goal which means it's specific measurable attainable realistic and timely so an example for this is if your goal is to lose weight how let's make that more specific so i want to lose five pounds by february 15th that's pretty specific measurable you're measuring it because you made the time date and on february 15th if you don't weigh that amount you'll You'll be able to measure that. You'll be able to see that you weigh more or less than that. Attainable. Is your New Year's goals attainable? So losing five pounds right now, it's like just a little more than a month time. So that's around one pound a week. That's pretty attainable. If I were to say I want to lose 100 pounds, one in general, that probably wouldn't be very attainable since I weigh 120. (laughs) Um, And then if it was also like, attainable if that was my if I wanted to lose 50 pounds by you know next week obviously that's not very attainable I would say that kind of mix in mixes in realistic for me I look at those two kind of the same and then timely which is what we've already touched on a little bit so again this is just how I view the smart goals and it really really helps me when so that's one of the tools that I'm utilizing this year to try to stay on track with my goals also I'm being more realistic in overall goals so obviously like again everybody is different but sometimes I'll talk to my friends and they're going to the gym five times a week and I'm like oh that's amazing I want to do that so then I'll make a goal to go five times a week and I'll do it for a couple weeks and I'll be like yes yes and then like next week I'll go once and then I'll go three times and then I'll get discouraged because it's not five I think this is the year if you don't already do this to stop comparing yourself to other people If you have a friend or family member that's able to go to the gym five times a week, that's amazing. Be their cheerleader for them. Be happy for them. But if that's not in the cards for you, then know that and know that that's okay because you might not be able to fit that onto your plate right now. So what I've done is I've created a goal that I know that I can stick to, which is three times a week. And that's a minimum. And that also includes three times a week of stretching because again, like I really want to take care of my body. I can't work out if I'm hurt, so I don't really love stretching, but I've been really trying to hold myself accountable to stretch uh, either like, it could be any time of the week, but like at minimum of three times, I'm doing F45 right now and they always do. 
um, a stretch after each class, which I always stick around for. But my goal of three times stretching a week two is like outside of that, just because again, I really don't want to get hurt. F45 is very intense. So it's something that there's so many different muscles that hurt that you didn't even know existed. So you just always want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because we don't want to be injured. And the last thing that I'm going to say about smart goals and just talking about the gym right now is with my goal being three times a week, I realized that having that goal to show up a minimum of three times, if I was feeling like I wanted to do more, then I would obviously work out more. But my standard for myself is that when I'm going to these workouts, that I am pushing myself, that I am leaving everything I have at that workout. There is nothing left because again, like, let's just like leave half-assing in 2023 because that's not the vibe. And it's like, so if you are doing something a little, like if your output is a little smaller than what your friends are or what you want it to be, just make sure you're really working so hard. So your output is a hundred percent. Okay. So moving on to another tool that I think is pretty great, um, that can hold you accountable for this year is I saw this trend on TikTok, on Instagram, and it was basically just saying the 2024 ins and outs. And that's a list that you create. It's what you want more of in 2024 and want less of. So I'm going to be putting out the outs list, uh, my personal outs list in the next few days on Instagram. So make sure to stay connected and follow me on that. That's by Courtney Todd. Um, but let's talk about the ins. And just another reason why I think this tool can hold you accountable is because it is posted on your Instagram. This is something that you can revert to at any time and just take a quick look at what you've written. Are you holding, is that happening in your life? Um, when I did my 2024 ins, I broke it down by quarter because maybe I think I want to drink more matcha tea and then I drink it and I hate it. So instead of doing it for the entire year, I'm just going to do it by quarter because I feel like I'm somebody that changes. I might have different goals, you know, in a few months, maybe I wanted to try to do something. And like I said, I don't like it. So instead of holding your account, yourself accountable all year, doing something you don't like, it's something where you have a month, a couple months to try. If it's making you feel good, if it aligns with you, then keep doing it. Okay. So 2024 ends quarter one, a consistent workout routine. We've already talked about this. My workout goal is minimum three times a week. Um, if I want to work out more, then I will do that. Hosting dinner parties. I love this because John and I, we just got our forever home. That's what we call it because we have moved nine times in the last five years. And obviously that is very tiring. So now we finally have our forever home. It feels so, so good to have a place that we are putting in the effort to just make it how we want it. Something that's been like very great for me to keep in mind is that this isn't, you know, an overnight project, an entire home. This is like something that you chip away at and it's like, okay, we want to do this to the wall and you do that. And then it's small pieces. Like it's, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. If we had, you know, a million dollars to do our house exactly how we wanted it, then that would be an amazing luxury, but we don't. So in the meantime, we are just making it a project and we are so happy to have our home now. And what we want to do is host more dinner parties. So more me than we, like obviously John probably wants to have friends over and stuff, but I'm just going to be talking about my personal goals. But with hosting dinner parties, 
last week I had um, a vision board party with some of my friends and it was so much fun. I brought all the food items, ingredients to make our personal own pizzas. That was fun. My girlfriends brought mocktails over and we created a new recipe. And then my other girlfriends brought over dessert and it was just so much fun having the house to ourselves and just completely enjoying it. So dinner parties are something that I want more of in 2024 and to be hosting them. I just really think that we're like at an age, I'm 27, turning 28 soon, January 31st, but I just feel like I'm at an age that I don't need to be going out all the time. Obviously, it's really nice to go out, but I feel like it's more of the people that you spend the time with than necessarily the location. And having a, you know, a dinner party at your house, like it's like you get to try different recipes. Everybody gets to bring something different. And I just love that actually so much more right now than going out. 7,000 steps a day. Okay. So I'm a little, I need your opinion on this. So I have an Apple watch and I also have an aura ring. So an aura, the aura ring is amazing. Um, that's obviously something that never comes off. I shower with it. I sleep with it. Um, I just wear it all the time other than when I'm charging it and an Apple watch, to be honest, I kind of only use sometimes like if I'm going on a walk I'll put it on working out blah 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 like all that um but they're not in my opinion it's not like a really cute accessory so when I go out I don't really wear it I thought this was mind-blowing because whenever I would look at my steps on my Apple watch it'd be like 7,000 steps like like anywhere between like sometimes it would be like 4,000 if I did nothing um but 4,000 it could be 7,000 5,000 10,000 12,000 whatever it is Um, but then I look at aura and on the same day, my 7,000, 7,000 step day is actually 15,000 steps on my aura ring app. So if you guys have an aura ring and an Apple watch, can you please let me know what you think of this? Because right now I'm just super conflicted, but again, this is one of those things that I'm happy I did this as my quarter one goals, because in my opinion, my aura ring is a lot more accurate. So Because like I said, I never take it off. Like even like, just like when you're like walking to the washroom, it's counting those steps in the middle of the night, right? Like, so it's like, again, when you don't have your Apple watch on. So if that's my average steps I'm doing is around like 10 to 15,000, I think my goal would be 18 to 20,000. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more. 7,000 steps, kind of scratching that TBD on the steps, but basically a good amount of steps a day. I want to do a daily walk with the pups. And we also, ha- I also have a walking pad that obviously it's winter, but it hasn't really been wintering. So love that for us. Um, but for those rainy days or really, really cold days, we have, the, I have the walking pad that I'm able to get my steps in that way. Matcha tea. So matcha tea has a lot of benefits and I'm trying to limit myself to one um, coffee a day. I have a daily double espresso from Nespresso. I absolutely love it. Um, I sometimes have two of those a day. That's like what I've been doing for a while. So I'm just trying to have less of that. So I'm switching, I'm trying to switch to matcha. It's something where I really love, um, with honey. It's so good. And yeah, just want to drink a little bit more matcha to be more of it, to make it more of a smart goal. I would say at least one or two matcha, let's say at least one matcha a week. I think that's pretty realistic. Okay, so I also wrote the three times three rule in my 2024 ins, and I wrote in brackets. I'll explain this soon. This is me explaining it. So my fiance, John, he's awesome. If you know John, you know he's awesome. If you don't know John and 
you follow me on Instagram, you probably can see how awesome John is, but shout out to John always because he is literally the best. But anyways, um, he used to be a personal trainer and he like, just like says it to me straight. And again, that's like totally my personality type. I just need to hear, I always cut out the fluff. So John like tells me everything straight and he's like, you need to be eating more protein. And if you're a girl who wants to, you know, gain muscle, you need to eat more protein too. So we're in this together friends. But anyways, he's like, you need to eat more protein. And my goal is three meals a day with protein. So again, like one of my staple breakfast items is our homemade like bagel breakfast sandwich. And in, if I wasn't trying to have more protein, I wouldn't put turkey on there because that like, that's not my cup of tea, but obviously trying to have more protein. So I get my protein source from adding turkey onto this delicious toasted everything bagel. We put avocado on it so it's you get your fat source and then you add the protein with it being the turkey so the goal of the three times three is having three meals a day with three proteins to hit the goal of a minimum 100 grams of protein each day I don't track my macros because that's something I do when like if I'm like cutting on, on a cut or something but that's something that I've realized I can't consistently do so instead of doing something that doesn't work for me, I'm doing trying to, a new method that John created for me, which is the three times three, which is just trying to have protein with three meals a day. Um, and then the other three is working out three times a week. So three times three, um, that's what that is. So far that's going really well. Creating a morning and night routine. So I have heard so much like back and forth about this where there's some people that are very successful and they always say like you'll see people doing sharing their morning routine that's like 30 minutes of meditation 30 minutes of gratitude 15 minutes of stretching 15 minutes of that like what I don't know like just like you kind of get the point um that's not what that made them a millionaire and Again, like that's just some people's opinions. So I don't need like a two hour morning routine. I think what I mean by my morning and night routine is things that will make me set me up through through the day. So um, a couple months ago when I was really busy, I wouldn't eat breakfast because I would just hop on to the next thing. Oh, I'll eat breakfast when I'm done this. I'll eat breakfast when I'm done that. And then it's, you know, 1 p.m. and I'm starving and my body's like, what the heck is going on? So when I say a morning and night routine, I don't mean like this huge long list. Like I just mean like simple things where it's like right now my morning routine consists of if I'm going to shower, I dry brush before I do, I'm doing oil pulls, which I have absolutely been loving. I have an ice roller. I have like, just like things that again, that like set you up for the day that you enjoy that only takes a few minutes here, a few minutes there. We, I have a gratitude journal on my work desk. So that's again, something rather than getting it done in the morning, I'd love to start implementing it. I got it as a gift think like two or three years ago and it's empty <laughs> so it's always been one of those things that you know I would do at a later date and that later date just I never made a priority so um, again like I don't have this completely written out I think like I'm a very big list person so I think if like making like you know 
a time frame each morning of like, if I work from home and I have more time, then I can do this morning routine. And it could be like a little bit of everything. And if I, if it's a weekend and I have the morning off, then maybe I could do a 10 minute stretch. So again, this morning routine is something that I want to make sure that can be consistent that I can do and not set myself up for failure. That doesn't take two hours to do. So if you want to like further, like hear more information of what I'm going to add on my morning and night routine, feel free to just send me a message and we can talk about it then. Creating a healthy hair routine. Oh my God, guys, you've probably seen that I have chopped off all of my hair. Bye-bye hair, leaving the weave in 2023. See you never. Well, just kidding. Obviously, I'm going to get extensions at some point, but not for a while. My identity has been my extensions for literally ever. I remember in high school, like grade nine, begging my mom. I would, I was, I played basketball, and we had a tournament in the states, and I literally was begging her, "Please, can we go into this extension store?" And it's literally just picture of an entire store full of hair, and I'm like so young, just begging for these extensions. If you know the clip extensions, you know that you could probably catch me with a huge track (laughs) sticking out at the back. But again, I just felt like so great wearing my extensions, even in grade nine when they're the little clip-ins, probably didn't match my hair very well. You can kind of get the the picture here. Um, But yeah, I've always had extensions and it's something that I've always really loved because I feel like it's been like kind of like a cape for me. Like I feel like I've always been able to hide behind it and I've always felt so, I don't want to say like safe because it's kind of weird, but I felt so safe with my extensions. I just felt confident. I felt good. And it just always like brought me joy until it didn't. Extensions itself can be very hard to take care of. Um, I, for the last couple of months, I've been doing like weekly blowouts at Pretty & Co. So shout out to Pretty & Co because they're amazing. But for the last like couple of months, I consistently was doing blowouts where I would bring my laptop, I would get so much work done. They would wash my hair and style it, make it so pretty, which was great. And then it was awesome. But then recently, I haven't had time to literally even just book a Pretty & Co blow an appointment and see what like works best with my schedule all that so I've been washing my hair myself and it has felt so disgusting like I felt like I feel like I have the wefts or I had the wefts and I felt like I just could never get all the product out I felt like they were so heavy I felt like they weren't my hair was never really fully dry because you couldn't get everything it would take like an hour to do and at the end of that hour my hand is my arm is hurting and I didn't even like how it looked so then I put it on top of my head and then my extensions would show at the side and I'm like this is not the vibe this is not cute I don't feel good I don't feel confident I don't like it and it just felt like it just so not it So mix that in with the feeling of a Miami night where John and I went to the cutest rooftop movie theater. I'm literally going to be making a post about that soon on Instagram. It was so cute and they have so many different locations. So if you're going to Miami or any of the locations where they have that um, rooftop cinema, I would highly recommend because it was so much fun. But we watched You've Got Mail and the girl has sorry I'm 
really bad with knowing actor and actresses names like all of my friends always make fun of me because I like don't watch any movies um don't know anybody so <laughs> the main actress and you've got male has short hair and I just remember watching that movie with John and I'm like wow like she's like really pretty and I love her hair like what a badass it was just like giving like really like like it was giving the vibes and then after that movie, I was like talking to some of my team members. And again, as a business owner, even though like if you're in Miami on vacation, you're still working, your mind is never really fully shut off. Um, and it was just one of those days where like the last few days, there was like a lot of changes and just, I don't know, it was just like a, a moment of it being like, like frustrating. Just as a business owner, I'm like, I am frustrated. I don't feel like anything is like really working right now or like, why isn't this going better? You know, just like normal business owner frustrations. And I remember I said to John, I'm like, after the movie, I'm like, can we go get margaritas? And he's like, yeah, we can. So walk down this little strip that I didn't even know existed in Miami. It was so cute. We got a picture of margaritas and I just completely vented. And I was like telling him everything, how I felt about like work, how like what my goals were, where I felt like the business was, all this stuff. And I just, at that point, I'm like, fuck it. And sorry for swearing, but I honestly, that's the best way I could say. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care anymore about this I'm going to do this, this, and this, and I'm going to work my ass off on it. Sorry for like literally the no context about this, but try to stay, stay with me. And I was just in this mentality of screw it. Like just, you know what? And, and I knew then when I was talking about this, that there was this new side of me emerging. I'm like this attitude, this personality where I'm like, I just felt changed and I don't know where this came from and it was really weird because like I just like was when I was watching the movie I was kind of studying it and I just realized how I felt afterwards and I was like no like I am I'm coming back as a new person because I want different results I don't want the same results that I have so I need to do something different and I just felt empowered and I felt so set of what I wanted differently and how I was going to get it rather than feeling confused and everything like that and I still thank John to this day because even though it was only like a few weeks ago that conversation was the key to so much like I said so much in the business so much with me personally and I in that moment I was like I'm cutting my hair and I didn't tell John that. I was like, well, like, what'd you think of her hair? Like, and he's like, oh, it was really cute. Like, looked good. I liked it. And then he was like, why? And I'm like, oh, just wondering. And then I messaged um, an influencer that I absolutely admire on Instagram. Her name is Maya. And she lives in BC. And she, she recently cut her hair. And I was like, and I know that when she was sharing her story that she always had extensions. So I was like, this will be a perfect person to ask. And I feel like she'll give me a very like honest answer. So I slid into her DMs and I'm like, hey, um, do you regret cutting your hair? Like, so sorry for the random message. I absolutely love your hair. It's beautiful. But do you have any regrets? And she, again, is such a sweet soul. So she, we just talked for a little bit and her advice was if that's what you want do it she had no regrets about doing it so that really helped me and then in that moment is when I decided that 
I was cutting my hair and I wasn't going to tell anybody because if I were to tell my friends, my family, they would be like, oh, do you really want to do that? Or what if you did this instead? Or how about this? And I'm like, nope, I just need to. I told John two days before my haircut, I told my mom when I like booked it like in weeks in advance. And that was like a risky move because again, she would tell me how she feels, but she was great. So that was good. Um, but then I literally went to Pretty & Co, obviously told my stylist, Sarah, and I said, I just want to cut everything. And since then, it's been a few days. I have no regrets. I absolutely love it. I feel so confident. I don't feel like I'm hiding behind extensions. I don't feel like I'm hiding behind anything. I just, I feel like it's kind of hard to explain, but I just feel like when I cut my hair, this new person like appeared and I just felt confident and I was like freaking out inside because now I have no hair, (laughs) but I felt so confident, which I wasn't expecting. And even Violetta, who is a makeup artist, she's incredible too. So shout out Violetta. She was saying, she's like, you just like, you put your shoulders back and you just look so much more confident. And I'm like, I didn't even notice that, but I feel confident. And I have never felt so aligned with anything. So I know a lot of people have asked me like, why did you cut your hair? How do you feel? So I thought it would be the easiest just to share that on this. But if you're like thinking of ch- of a change or wanting a change, follow your gut because I did. And honestly, I couldn't be happier. I haven't looked back. I don't know how to put up my hair for when I'm working out. So I look absolutely crazy because it doesn't all fit in a ponytail so if you see me at f45 with really crazy hair mind your business because I'm trying and I know it looks like crap but yeah just follow your gut so I know I had that huge tangent I just really wanted to share with anybody that was wondering why I cut my hair and the aftermath um I just wanted to share that now so I hope that helps but that was the biggest step of like creating a healthy hair routine because like I said Sarah from Pretty and Co she's awesome and she's she hooks me up with the best products they use Kerastase and she's given me products that will help my hair growth my hair journey my hair like strength and everything and we're also going to be doing monthly fusio doses which is something that they offer I've heard really great things about whenever I talk to the staff there I'm like is this like a busy is this a popular service? And they're like, when people get it, they don't stop because that's how much of a difference it helps their hair. So I was like, okay, like I definitely need to try this. And then they also do scalp um, analysis and just like scalp treatments. So obviously that's where your hair grows from. So I really want to focus on doing one scalp treatment a month, one Fusio dose, and be using really great products to try and help my hair grow and just be the best hair I've ever had. So that's what I mean when I mean creating a healthy hair routine. Continuing the 2024 ins quarter one list, slowly building our house into our forever home. We've touched on that. Um, Just again, If you have a home that you've just recently purchased, if you've moved into a new apartment and you're like, this looks like crap and I really have a vision for it, don't be hard on yourself. This takes so long to achieve. And again, if you have friends that come over and you feel judged because they're like looking around like, oh, wow, this is nice. Just, you know what? 
be like, okay, thanks. And then you know what you're doing. That's all that matters. Um, waking up at 6.30 a.m. and sleeping in on the weekends. My goal for this is, like I said, Monday to Friday, work, wake up at 6.30, start the day. I feel like I have so much more time when I do that. Um, by going to waking up at 6.30, I want to be in bed by 9.45. Um, so that's something that I am working on. I Again, nobody's perfect. So this is something that is a work in progress. Daily tracking with my aura ring. So I touched a about touched a little bit about the aura ring um it's amazing it's kind of expensive but it's worth it the amount of things that it can track is pretty cool but me being me my issue with having the aura ring is I wear it all the time and it is not like a cute ring so my friends always make fun of me when I have it because it's just chunky and not the cutest but whatever um but the the main purpose is reading the app and reading the insights that it gives you because it's tracking your body. And I will not spend five minutes to read the insights and learn. Like I just don't make the time to do that. And that needs to change. So again, it takes five minutes. So I'm really just trying to find and create those five minutes and make sure that I'm not just wearing this ring for the fun of it. And I'm actually utilizing the aura ring so that's something that I have started doing a bit more but obviously could improve a little bit and then Sunday resets so when I hear this or think of this I think of cleaning the house having a fresh house for the week um, doing laundry just getting ahead starting the week off with on, on a good note and feeling having like a kitchen full of food that's ready. I 100% need meal prep. Um, I'm very busy and I'm always on the go. So if I don't have meal prep ready, then I just, that's where I get to like not eating. And obviously we don't want that. So when I think of Sunday resets, I just think of a fresh office. So doing a deep clean in the office each week, doing a deep clean in our house each week, and just setting us up for a week full of success. We also have a shared calendar. And what we're, John and I are also doing every week is um, weekly finance conversations. This is something where we can make sure we're set up for the week. We have our goals. We have this conversation. So it just sets us up better. So that's kind of what I mean by Sunday resets. If you have anything that you love doing on Sundays, I also even think like sleeping in, like again, just feeling your best self. This is when like maybe doing a hair mask, face mask, just like a little more me time. Because again, like right now I'm, I'm working, I work seven days a week and I usually work like five or six hours a day, but I'm trying to, if I even just work in the morning on Sundays and take the afternoon off, that's what I mean by reset. If you have any advice of how you do a reset, a weekly reset, I would love to know because yeah, I just want to make it as effective as possible. Dry brushing. This is something that is so easy. You just like for me, what I've noticed is I just need to see the brush to remember to do it. So I literally just keep it on one of my acrylic bathroom shelves that I have. And then before every shower, you just literally brush your entire body and it's supposed to help. So I don't really know the science behind it. I just know it's a benefit. So I'm doing it. It's super easy. So if you're interested in, I recommend like looking up the benefits, you'd probably be more motivated to do it if you understood why you're doing it and then do that. Because like I said, it's so easy. Weekly cold plunges. Oh my God. Okay. 
right now I have no excuse because the cold plunge is set up. We set it up like five days ago and it is just sitting in the backyard. So definitely going to need some motivation to do the weekly cold plunge. And that's why I said weekly, like one, I'm not saying daily because that's probably never going to happen, but it's Friday when I'm recording this. So I'm going to hold myself accountable and do it by Sunday. So wish me luck and pray for me. I also got some questions of where we got the cold plunge. Um, I bought it off Amazon. I tried looking up the brand and the name just to, I tried tagging them on Instagram and nothing came up. So if you're looking for a cold plunge and want the link, just let me know. I haven't used it yet. So I don't know, like, I don't know if I recommend it yet, but if you're just looking for something and you want it now, I can send you the link. Just send me a message on Instagram. Only drinking at events and on special occasions. This is something that, again, that I thought I really... Okay, I'm kind of going to modify this goal a little bit of what it means to me. I think like what a special event is to me is... I would include like seeing friends. So we had a girls' night the other day and my friend Anna brought over mocktails and they're absolutely delicious. She like created them. She's a little miss barista bartender. So that was awesome, but she created them for us and they were so good. But at the beginning of the night, I had two glasses of wine and that's something where I think just knowing like, like having more of a balance. So rather than going a full month for me of like, I'm not drinking at all. Uh, I don't want to, whatever. It's just having a balance act of like, if it's a girl's night, our last girl's night we had, we had so much fun and we drank so much wine. And then I felt like crap the next day. So it's like, instead of doing that, it's just like knowing that balance of like, okay, maybe I'm going to have two glasses of wine and then I'm going to switch to mocktails. And then if it's an environment where they don't have mocktails, then maybe I can just bring my own. And I think like I've never had a good mocktail recipe until Anna brought over her creation and made that so now I'm super excited to like I want to try making that myself so shout out to Anna for being the best mocktail bartender (laughs) and yeah and again like just trying to limit alcohol all like overall I think what this means to me is I'm not going to be opening wine for nights when I'm by myself um unless it's like again that weekly reset where I just I feel like I just want to relax and enjoy again just doing more of things that make me happy rather than being, oh, I'm so stressed. I need a glass of wine. So just trying to be more mindful of how much I'm drinking. And if I'm drinking, knowing that you don't need to like abuse it, just have a couple glasses, enjoy. And then that way you'll feel way better the next morning. So if you want that recipe for the mocktail recipe as well, follow me on Instagram because I'm going to create this as a reel. Because like I said, this recipe that Anna made was so good that's it's too good not to share so I will definitely share it there and the last 2024 ins for quarter one is the no mascara look so what this means is I've had what this means to me is I've had lash extensions forever and when I wrote my 2024 ins I didn't know if I permanently wanted to get rid of my lash extensions and here I am a few days later, no lash extensions. So this is something where I kind of just want to do the more natural look. And I really want to learn how to do lash, um, lash, fake lashes. So they're not, I don't know what they're called, like just like falsies, I guess. Um, and shout out to 
another influencer that I love, the Princess Minnie, she sent over some awesome eyelash recommendations. And again, I want to use those and like put those, learn how to like, uh, like do like glue on lashes um, when I'm shooting content or if I'm going to a fun event out because I have no idea how to do it. So that will be interesting to learn. But I think will be obviously it saves money which is nice and again I just want to be a lot more natural that's why I removed all of my extensions that's why I took off my lash extensions so I want to focus on just growing my real lashes if you have any great lash serum recommendations please let me know I'm currently using an Olaplex one where I'm just using and I I don't know like how long I need to use it for to start seeing results, but I used it a little beforehand, didn't really notice much. So if you have like a holy grail, please let me know because we are not gatekeeping. It's called the No Gatekeeping Podcast. So I'm not going to gatekeep with you. So don't gatekeep with me. Um, and shout out to the Princess Minnie for not gatekeeping and sending her lash recommendations because they literally, when I saw her, I literally saw her video and I thought she had eyelash extensions on. They looked so beautiful. So super excited to purchase those and start learning how to glue those on myself. If you see a fake eyelash um, strip on my forehead, please let me know because that's probably going to happen. All right. So I think that is a wrap on the first real episode. This was a personal episode like requested so I hope you found value in it I hope this helped give you some insight of the 2024 ins a little more in depth and some tools that I'm bringing into the new year like I mentioned I will be posting my 2024 outs on Instagram at on the platform by Courtney Todd. So feel free to take a look at that when that goes live. And again, I would love to hear your 2024 ins and outs. So I'm going to see if I can add that as a Spotify button on here, but please let me know. I also want to hear from you what you want to hear more of, um, whether that is personal episodes, is there a certain topic you want covered, um, work episodes, same thing. So please let me know in either on Spotify or on Instagram. I'd love to hear that. And I hope everybody has an awesome week and I will talk to you next week. Bye.